Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. You made it. We're finally done. We are done. Summer vacation's over, everyone, and it's time to get back to school. As my guest has infamously once said, it's a great time of year where the Zambonis are brought out of commission and training camps are starting up across the land. And as the great violent ice circus starts up once again, we're going to be talking about NHL hockey with some a little bit too early NHL talk. And when I think about the NHL, I think of a friend of mine all the way out in Pittsburgh. If you know sports YouTube, you know this guy bringing on none other than the urinating tree himself onto the Grit and Barrett podcast. Tree, welcome on, brother. And it's a great time of year, man. Hockey starting up man. once again. It feels dormant. I mean, you got a lot of stuff going on. You're about to rev up full time. I mean, Penguins, I don't know how they're going to do. They're trying to kick the can down the road. But you know what? It's always a great time. Well, we've had to deal with hockey Twitter for a month of, hey, look at look at Kale McCarr's day with the cup. Or, hey, here's a cute dog that this team adopted. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But here's a cute dog. Or here's a promotional schedule out. No. We are going to have real breathable practice hockey to talk about but it's hockey nonetheless Mm -hmm. so it's good to see hockey start back at its more normal time of year it feels like we're finally getting back into that swing of things even though lord football is dominating over us all right now hockey is slowly starting up so let's start with your current reigning and defending Stanley Cup champions in the Colorado Avalanche who um Saw some turnover with Nazem Kadri going elsewhere, but um, is Colorado still some still favorites heading into this season? I think so. If you look at what they've done in the offseason, they've only really lost Kadri, Burakovsky, and Darcy Kemper. You made questions going to be goaltending once again because, you know, Franz Sos, can he handle a full-time load? They brought in Georgiev, who does have some pedigree, but is still, you know, more of a backup caliber guy, but they did pay the guys they needed to pay. Lekkanen performed well for them, gets extended. Uh, people bitched about the Nachushkin contract. I actually like that. If he keeps that up, solid two-way four, one of the best defensive forwards in the game. I mean, if he keeps that up for five, six years, I think that's a bargain. Plus, I mean, the question, though, is they got to pay McKinnon. He's a free agent after next year. So that's going to be the thing that looms large. And he's going to think- want the big bucks. Oh, yeah. I think the one thing that worries me with with Colorado, as as you said, um, is 
you're going to have to pay everybody. As you said oh, in yeah. your video, it's cup the tax. Cup, ta- cup tax. Yes. And girlfriend's going to want to get paid with, with McKinnon and they've got expirings come coming up. Oh, yeah. Is this one of those where enjoy what you got this year because the bottom's going to fall out? I don't know about that. I, I mean, the prospect system there isn't too bad. So if, as long as they keep guys like McKinnon around, I think they'll be okay. It's just mainly the question of, are they going to have enough in the tank down the road? Yeah, because I think that Stanley Cup high, as we all know, banner raising, new champions. You know, hey, how was that? How was that hangover you had back in July? It's, it's fun to talk about. Oh, yeah. Cup hangovers are very real, man. Oh, oh, they are. They are. No matter who you are, it, it gets everybody at, at some point. But, um, you know, you know, I think for them to sign McKinnon, you're just going to have a lot of money tied up in good players, but you're going to have a lot of money tied up. And you, I just don't think they'll be able to keep the guys around. They're really going to need for, for spring hockey when you really need those guys. If that makes sense. Definitely. But um, so let's uh, turn our eyes to a team that, that you in your video just have loved to go after. Well, that's a lot of teams in the NHL, but let's go to Edmonton. Let's go mm. take off a to the great white North. And um, I said last, last year that playoffs was Connor McDavid's coming out party. Mm-hmm. Not that he isn't a great player. He is, but you want playoff performances like that. And McKinnon and, and Drysdale finally did it. They, you know, they carried them to a conference finals near single-handedly. Oh, if you look at yeah. their performances, like that, had, that, that was stuff you had not seen since the days of Messier, Gretzky, and Kurt. No, and um, you know they they've righted a wrong. They're going back to uh, royal blue, which is the correct answer. Um, so, is Edmonton's uh, Canada's best shot of bringing a cup to the Great White North? Ooh, I mean, it depends how Jack Campbell does. I mean, he, when he's on, he's on. When he's off, it's it, it's rough. And I think that's going to be your main question moving forward because, I mean, Mike Smith's going to be on LTIR. Miko Koskinen, how's your defense going to hold up? Is that going to be enough? Or are you still going to have those question marks there? Um, I would say the question of depth as well. I mean, it's starting to improve a little bit, but at the same time, that's been a huge question mark of theirs, trying to properly supplement the likes of uh, McDavid, Drysaddle, the Nuge. So those are your questions. Yeah, it seems like because because they they made some signings during the offseason, but it seems like team for once it seems players want to go to Edmonton to see if they can help them do what no team has done since 1993. Like it's like it's it's sort of a weird offseason for them. It's also because they want to go where the stars and the uh, chance to play, and if you're getting paid as well, so. Jack Campbell, I mean, he probably had Zach Hyman in his ear talking about, okay, come to Edmonton. You're going to do all right. You're not going to be thrown under a bus like Toronto, stuff like that. Then I would say, I mean. I'd love for us to, you know, I'm not sure we're going to get it this year, but I'd love to see another rematch of the Battle of Alberta. That was a fun, it it was a fun playoff series for us. As I said, in, in, in my own guide to the cup finals, it took NHL back to the days of the 1980s, minus the mm-hmm. cocaine and strippers. Oh, but yeah. it took us oh. back to the, to the 80s. Nine six after two periods. No need for defense. Goals everywhere. Oh yeah, it was just like Mike Smith giving up goals from his own blue line. <laughs> like oh, that that is that is peak Mike Smith. 
and, and and I liked when he scored. He looked at his defense like, weren't you guys supposed to get no, that, that? Oh, when he gave up that goal to um, yeah, he's just like, why, why, where's the yeah. penalty? It's like there's no penalty. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. like no, that no, it was not a high stick that resulted in a goal. It responded at bouncing off your pads and going right to Lakenen. So he's trying to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'd love to see, love to see that come, come back again, but let's stay in the great white North. Let, let's go to a team that's in desperate need of, of some good news. And that is the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. And just, uh, I, I'm almost ready to give up on this team because of just what's happened with them the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, what more can they do? I, I mean, don't you, know. You, you have Ma- Matthews, Taze, Marner, Nylander, Enville, David, uh, David Keff, Kyle Clifford. We could list all the names that they have. And sure, Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov are going to be your answers in net. I mean, just win four games in April. It's desperation. That's all it is because your upside, you've seen the pedigree of Samsonov and Matt Murray, but yes. that was 2017, 2018. Last mm-hmm. couple of years, they've been bad. Yeah. It's been it's been bad. Matt Murray, he hasn't solved the glove hand. Some Sonoff has huge lapses. That's why Washington non-tendered him and gave up on yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, Vitek Vanacek yeah, as well, it. because their goaltending was their weak point. And now you like you brought in Morazek. He was awful. He failed. You brought in Jack Campbell. You didn't like his demands. You wanted to go cheaper because you had a couple guys to pay. This is when Morgan Riley's contract starts to kick in. Mm-hmm. And um, there were rumors about them going after defensemen. No real success there. But once again, it's I, I don't know how you win four games in April because that sad part is they didn't even choke against the Lightning. They just lost. And yeah. I don't know what you do. Like I said that in against Montreal, like, I, I I literally have nothing because once again, your goal was to get past the first round. And once they do, they'll probably have momentum. And I don't know what happens from there, but they just can't do it. And I mean, I always thought like they were going to panic and just start like ripping off heads just because like, oh, it's a failure. We, uh, we're trying to save our jobs. But I don't know if like trying to keep, tread water and just, you know, bring in this huge question mark in net is the real answer there. Yeah, I just I, I I don't know. I I honestly don't because when I, I remember watching game game seven that night, which that was a lovely day of game sevens when that all yes. happened. And my I, my jaw kind of dropped when I realized Toronto lost because I was seeing it. It's like okay, when's Toronto going to come back? And it's like they didn't. It's like what the fuck, really? I have never seen nineteen thousand buttholes all clinched at once, but that's what it felt like. Well, it's it like it all, like everything deflated. I mean, Toronto's unfortunately used to that. 93, 02. Uh, I mean, most of their games have been on the road. Tw- I mean, if they the had played in 2020 yeah. or 21, they would have been yeah. pretty much booing the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically the past six years Yeah, when, when it comes to them. And I've said, j- j- just went around. Give please give Steve Dangle some hope. I mean, I mean that I, I don't know. I feel like he's going into his Joker arc. I do, <laughs> I feel do, like do I'm, not... I feel like he wants to be done, but it's just like they keep <laughs> dragging him in, and he's probably yeah. doing it for contractual obligations because <laughs> that's how Sportsnet makes their money. <laughs> it's like they're putting a gun to his head. It's like you're you're making these reactions, bitch. 
Yep. Go. Keep, go. Yeah, go. Yeah, yes. It's it's like the Simpsons with Smithers and the gun to the back. Like, just keep smiling. Everything's fine. If you're old enough to get that reference, all of you out there, I absolutely mm-hmm. love you. So let's stay in Canada and let's go due northeast a bit to uh, to Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And um, dare I say the Ottawa Senators look decent this year? They had an intriguing offseason. And unfortunately, I mean, it had to have, have Eugene Melnick pass on and yeah. die. But at the yeah. end of the day, I, I mean, they've had a really good offseason. They've allowed Pierre Dorian to, like, no longer be shackled and be like Melnick's puppet. You're able to get real assets now. Cam Talbot, mm-hmm. I mean, could be something. You still have Anton yeah. Forsberg, who kind of emerged well. You extend yeah. Josh Norris, but that's the big thing. You're overpaying your RFAs to keep them long-term in the void free agency in case yep. the cap goes up. You also brought in Giroux. He's coming home being that veteran influence. Maybe he helps them to you know, guide them towards a playoff run, kind of like, you know, Gary Roberts did for the Penguins or yeah. maybe even Bill Guerin, something like that. Yeah, and then that. you have like the, you know, that old voice plus Alex Dabrinkit, who is a great option for that top six. And I feel mm-hmm. like Chicago got fleeced in that deal. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, like, the, and, and hard to believe that, that they're, that they've still got like 5 million in dead money that like pay, they paid Matt Murray million and a half to go away and they're still yeah. paying guys like Bobby Wa- Bobby Ryan, Colin Wright, Colin White, Michael Dizzotto, and he's still paying Dion Pmith. But Dion other than, yes. He's got yes. one more year, right? Uh what yes, one more one more year at only three hundred and fifty thousand. Oh, that's not bad. No. I mean, two two other ones expire in two years in, in, in a couple of years. And then it'll just be that they'll be paying Colin White to not play hockey for them anymore. But it's sort of refreshing to see Ottawa step up to the microphone per se, make all these deals, bring in Claude Giroux. And I I could see a lot of hockey bloggers and maybe some pundits talk themselves into that Ottawa could be a, a playoff dark horse. I'm not going to say they're contenders in any means, but maybe a playoff dark horse in a very rough division. You need a defense. And plus the Atlantic is too stacked to really, make an argument for them. I mean, Detroit's made vast improvements. Buffalo's going to seek momentum. The only mm-hmm. one who's really trash is Montreal, and they're doing a blatant tank. There's yeah. not much you can do there. Florida's getting desperate. Tampa's trying to maintain. Wow. Toronto's getting desperate. Yeah. Boston is still living in their boys' club and think they can do it. So yeah. it, it's pretty much anyone's division. Pre- pretty much. And uh, just a quick hit on uh, on Montreal. Um you're saying just roll out the tanks this season. They're, they're, deep, they're, they're already tanking. I mean, they've yeah. traded Petrie. They've, tra- I mean, Shea Weber's Everyone. gone. Carey Price may never play again. You have yeah. a goaltending question mark. So you've lost all your talent and skill from that. I mean, unfortunately, it was a fluke run, but it was a damn impressive fluke run. Oh yeah, but oh, yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you brought in Kirby Doc. Romanov's gone. You every piece is pretty much gone from that run you're just trying to rebuild pick up the pieces but you still have some decent options you have some trade bait in case somebody wants josh anderson's bad contract or brendan gallagher <laughs> yeah the the one good thing they have going for them it's actually going to be a decent draft this year yep so there could be so some... i mean thank you for connor bedard or matfei mishkov that's what yep. you're thanking for yep crashing for connor that's what we're we're calling it crashing it's actually for not a bad term crashing for connor Yep, I think, I think I'm. 
um, I when McDavid was coming in, I called diving for McDavid when he came yeah. in. That, that that was actually a, a coin. I, I used that from another blogger, uh, not blogger, a known guy. Bill Simmons used that when he would uh, put up terms tanking for cer- for certain players, like yeah. when Joel Embiid was going into the NBA, like they were saying uh, bleep the bed for Embiid or stuff like that. So. <laughs> So yeah, I just I've used a hockey version of that. So credit to Bill Simmons on on all that. So let, let's turn our eyes to the Northeast. And you said Boston has a continuing that boys club. I thought Bergeron was gone. I thought he was. So, done. I mean, they were never going to let him play for another team if he wasn't no. going to retire. But I mean, you extended Don Sweeney. You fired your head coach, even though he wasn't really the issue. I no. like Jim Montgomery. I hope he's recovered from his demons. I don't know if he's gonna be anything proper or just you know cover base poster knocks a free agent and source signs point to him not really coming back yeah you brought back david Krejci, which is great but um this what's what's your plan i mean you have a bunch of guys who are going to be out long term no mcavoy no marshawn you have a few other guys injured too so what gives and I, and I can tell Bruins fans this that are listening to this, there's not much in the pipeline in, in Providence. Taken from someone who's been down, who's watched the minors, there ain't much in Providence. And I know they, they had John Stadnicka was supposed to be their big project. He, he never hasn't really developed. worked out. I mean, he hasn't most developed. of the guys they drafted haven't panned out. Like Trent Frederick's more like a like a fourth, third, like a bottom sixer at best. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Zach Stanishian, the great reach, traded. She- yeah. Jacob Zaboral, bottom six yeah. guy at best. Jake DeBrusque has turned out to be okay, but still, I mean, middle six option. Yeah. Well, Studnicka, Earl Vakaninen. I mean, nothing's it, really worked. No, no. And it's, it's it's always amazing. I've seen in Providence, and I'll I'll say this on my on another preview one I'll do in another week, is that Providence always plays this game of where they're not good throughout the first third of the year. And I think this is the year where they're not going to be great. And then they just go on like a 15 game point streak after the new year and just climb right back into whatever playoff funds here in the playoffs. And I'm like, son of a bitch every year, stupid Providence does this every freaking mm-hmm. year. But, um, but yeah, I agree with you with, with Boston. There's just, you know, with all the, the injuries you got and all the turnover, just there's not going to be not going to be much there. So um, one more team in the Atlantic. Let's head down to Florida team, as I call them, the Florida Panthers. Uh, you said they're getting desperate down there. All How- in push. All in the- push. I mean, you you bring in Matt Kachuk, you sign this massive extension. A sight unseen. You're hoping he meshes well with Markov. But if he doesn't, it's going to get ugly because you gave up a ton for him. I mean, I, they weren't probably weren't re-signing Huberdo and um, Mackenzie Weger, but at the same time, mm-hmm. you're losing a huge void on that defense. Plus, you have an issue at second line. I mean, they're at the point, great, you want a playoff series, but they still can't beat Tampa. So they're no. at the point like, okay, we need to fix pieces because we don't actually we're, – we're paying for the sins of Dale Talon by throwing all that money at Bobrovsky when he hasn't been the answer. It sort of feels like – like this team's going to need like a lot of, as you like to say in your videos, a lot of things to go right for them to kind of make that run, not run into Tampa, maybe, maybe a down year in the East and they just go on a run. 
Yeah. And they catch they a can. Team. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> but, you know, do, do they have the answers for, say, like Carolina and a few other teams coming up? Coming on the up and up. And uh, considering Tampa, is this the end of the Blue Zombies? I don't think so. I think they'll still be a competitive threat. I mean, they did lose a few pieces. McDonough was on the decline. Yeah. And Andre Pollock is going to be a tough loss for that locker room in oh, general. Yeah. But once again, early 30s. Playoff warrior, though. So, oh my God. I mean, yes. I'm glad he got paid. But I mean, you're thinking Cal Foot may I take that step up to be your McDonough. You have a couple mm-hmm. guys in the minors they usually find. I mean, maybe Baraboule yeah. becomes that option for the bottom six. Maybe it's a few other guys. But at the same time, they did bring back Paul. I mean, it's kind of like a seven year yeah. deal for a bottom six. So that's intriguing. But he did do well in that system. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. have Hagel for a few more years. So I think they'll still be a competitive force. It mostly depends on can they stay healthy. Agreed. Definitely. Um, And as someone, again, Syracuse, who's their farm club? I know everyone listening, Syracuse, New York, down to Tampa, definite promotion. But um, they just find players. The the, the Mm -hmm. farm club has been consistently good for for about eight or nine years. And credit that to just really good scouting and development. They just always find guys that can just come, they can just come right in, right up through the pipeline. And um, just, you know, yeah, Tampa's not going to be out of it, but, um, you know, they'll just, they'll just hang around a bit. So before we hit the halfway point, you know, I'm going to bring this team up. It's a team that you and I particularly like in the Pittsburgh Penguins, because this is my stupid podcast. Um. (laughs) I was very surprised that they were able to bring both Malkin and Latang back. When they gave Raquel that six that 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 big deal, I thought that was the deal that was left for Malkin. He's leaving. I should get used to it. And then a week later, oh, he's okay, guys. I am back. I'm fine. And like you said, we're just gonna we're just gonna milk this core to the very end. Yeah, they're trying to keep the gang around. Like, I'm at the point where it's like, last year was your last great chance with this core. And, I mean, you don't have the depth in the farm system. You have too many holes throughout the lineup. You don't really have anything to really patch it. It's like, look, great run. I love the Cups. You're done. You got to start rebuilding. But the problem is, once they re-sign Rust, it's like, yeah, they aren't going. They're going to go all in again, or they're going to try to. So, I mean, Malkin, his skating has fallen off. He can still score, but... I mean, he's more of a power play specialist at this point. You yeah. paid Latang and Malkin two years way too much, two years too long. I mean, the, Agreed. I, you're paying both of them until they're 40, 41. And the problem is, I mean, Latang's is based on speed and like just pure, just a uh, physicality and just like uh, physical attributes. Once those go, he's not going to be the same Latang. It feels I mean, like. It feels like with it's, him, it depends on what night you're going to get with him. Are you going to get good Chris Letang? Is going to be a yeah. solid defenseman and get you a point? Or are you going to get the bad Letang who's swatting pucks out of midair to yes. try and keep a defense to try and keep a forward at bay on a shorthanded attempt? I'm not referencing any certain play. I know. Uh, I, I prefer the part where he goes right into Brian Dumoulin's own zone and allows Washington to score a goal completely yeah. unharmed in the playoffs. I remember that. Like, yep. Latang is a frustrating player because he has like two, three plays where it's like, holy shit, this guy's really good. He does mm-hmm. the little things well. And then he has this one really boneheaded play where it's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> yeah, I um, it it's just you you, you don't know what what you're going to get, and especially when you were relying on an AHL goaltender to carry you past, to get you past the first round of the playoffs last year. I remember telling other friends of the podcast, tip of the iceberg podcast, Louis Dalming never stole you a game. If he steals any one of those games, the pens win the series. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, games I, three I, and four were deceiving because uh, I mean, just Yorkin was not just Yorkin. Like he was no. just like out off form. And once he got back to form, you realize, oh shit, the Rangers are actually pretty good. Yeah. And you're right. There's not much in the pipeline as well, except for one player, Alex Nylander. Alex Nylander. Good, I mean, Sammy Poulin, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Nathan uh, Legary. He's not really much. Joel Blomqvist is a, a nice goalie. Blomqvist, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I hate bringing up Nylander. Tristan Bros. Yeah, but, I hate yeah. I hate bringing up Nylander for Bears fans, considering he's the one who ended our season, scoring the game-winning <laughs> goal in a in a best of three series. We actually had best of three series in the American Hockey League. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over fifty years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things: customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Showing your good side to the world has its rewards. When you become a plasma donor at Griffles, you'll help save lives and receive compensation for your time and effort. Up to $800 your first month. Use it for whatever you or your family may need now or in the future. You can donate plasma up to twice a week. And it's safe and simple at Griffles. Thousands of people are already doing it. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. This year, last year. Uh, but so before we go on, I'm going to take a moment to uh, to pay the bills here and mention our sponsor here on the podcast is Yeats Sunglasses. That's Y-E-E-T-Z official.com. Bears fans and hockey fans. Yes, it is that time of year where you are going to need sunglasses. It's the fall. You still need to look good. And you don't want to wear those big bug-eyed sunglasses you have sitting in your glove compartment. Yeats Sunglasses have have nice, stylish sunglasses, all afford- affordable as well, ranging from from twenty five, the basic version, or the che- or the really nice cheetah style that's out that's out there. But my personal favorite, the Broadway style, because it looks like Bret Hart sunglasses from the early nineties out there. And when you head there, make sure you use my promo code Hockey to save ten percent on what on your order. You'll get good sunglasses at 90% of the price. You're welcome. And for all of you snowboarders out there, they have snowboarding gog- goggles as well. That's Yeats, Y-E-E-T-Z, official.com, promo code hockey. Use a checkout to save 10% on your order. That's Yeats Sunglasses, sponsor of the podcast. And now, on with the show. Tree, thank you. Thank you very much for letting me pay the proverbial bills brother thank you nothing wrong with that we all got to do it some way man i got plenty of sponsors myself so guess what hey make that coin dude make that yep yep keep getting them checks as a wise man once told me and by the way great job on the established titles video (laughs) that that, that you did 
I, I am King Tree. I decree Lord. that all peasants must die. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it, it kind of works for like the style I do. Did go yeah. overboard on that one, but I kind of wanted to. So, well, it works. I, no, it, it, it was great for, for, what it, for what it was. But um, let, let's stay in the state of Pennsylvania and go to those no good, dirty, filthy, rotten Philadelphia Flyers. And Chuck Fletcher needs to write a book. How to alienate? How to how to alienate a fan base and make enemies? Because, dear God, what has that man been doing? Wait, 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 wait Richard, Richard. Yes, what I yes. wanted to say is, didn't you realize they were going to aggressively retool this off season? Didn't you oh, remember that? All the yeah. hoopla and the buzz, yeah, and the pizzazz. Yeah. I mean, you have Johnny Hockey who wants to come back home to Philly, and you do sure. absolutely nothing to try and bring him in. I mean, I, I want. I mean, I get you have buyer's remorse over paying JVR, but if you got to give up a first round pick to get a guy like Johnny Hockey for seven years, you fucking do it. Yeah, and then, then you, you bring don't... in Nick Delorie for four years and a modified no trade clause. Yeah, you bring in John Tortorella as your head coach with Tony D'Angelo. Mm. Oh my god! Oh, I, I, I want his. I want his phone seized and you need to go and they need to go through every single text he put through by the trade deadline and if it's shown that he did not make a sustainable effort to get johnny gaudreau he needs all this stuff thrown out on broad street i think honestly i think he came out with a press conference saying it didn't work out because of the cap oh so that has been sure sure it didn't work out because of the cap because he couldn't trade a first for jbr that's why <laughs> it's it's tough times down there and down there in South Philadelphia. But at least the by the time this podcast drops, the Eagles might be looking half decent next door. Maybe. But, hey, we've got AJ Brown. Yeah. And don't worry. You only have one more month until the 76ers break your heart in April again. Yeah. Yeah. But that is another show. So let's also head east and we go to Newark. For the Devils, and um, it's put up or shut up time for these guys. You got to do something this year. It's like goalie time. Like. Your goalie question is huge. Does Mackenzie Blackwood, is he going to be able to revive his form? Is Vitek Vanacek going to be able to develop? Uh, Jonathan Bernier, once again, he has hip issues. He might not play again. You do have mm. pieces. Dougie Hamilton, John Marino. You do have... Um, also, Andre Palat, you brought in, even though you couldn't oh, yeah. get Johnny Hockey. Palat, I mean, he could give you at least two or three good years of his peak performance before age starts to take him down. So, I mean, you do have talent, but will it gel? I don't think Lindy Ruff's going to be the guy that gets him there. I think they're going to have to fire him and replace him with somebody else. I I honestly think he – well, he, he knows it, and it's just – you know, we, we've had on Neil Valampino, my hockey brother from a different mother who does a Devil State of Mind podcast. And he he sounds so desperate for anything for this team to do something because it just it just gets rough hearing Devils fans, you know, just who have invested all this time and like, sure, we'll do a rebuild of a rebuild. Sure, we'll love Heeshear and Kevin Ball and and what was Alexander Holtz down there in the system, or maybe Akira Schmidt finally going to be our answer and it's just okay do something now J- just make the playoffs that's all they're asking yeah but unfortunately the metro is going to be a bit tough it's if you can't get goaltending i'm sorry 
you ain't making the playoffs in that division. No, no. And uh, speaking of the Metro, the New York Rangers, the the blue shirts. Mm. Yes. What what a uh, what a monster that has been grown there in the depths of 34th and 36th Street. I mean, they, I've said it about another team, and I'll say it again. That was their coming out party last year. Maybe they overachieved just a bit, but but there's no quit in New York trademark. And is <sighs> are, are are we going to see that again? Like if Shesty keeps playing like he does, I think they are a team to beat because I mean, all you need is, you know, some offensive develop. Uh, I mean, you had some strides. You really saw Lafreniere begin to really take a few steps in the right direction. I don't mm-hmm. know if Capo is going to be a top guy. He's more of a depth option right now. He's doing all right. You're hoping Vitaly Kravtsov really comes into his own. Vinny Trocek as a shoot yeah. first option. Maybe he replaces oh, yeah. Cop. They hope he replaces Cop. And you also hope maybe somebody like a you know a Ryan Strom as well. So you're going to rely on the youth. They have a lot of it. But can it take that next step? That's your question in New York. Definitely. And one more team in the Metro before we head out to the Central, the, the Hurricanes. What's what's going on with them? The, the past two seasons, they've been serious contenders and have not gotten past the second round, as your videos have said. Uh, but what what's what's their guy that's going to put them all together? They thought it was going to be Max Pacioretty, but he's not. He's out yeah, till yep. All-Star. He's, mm-hmm injury uh brent burns i mean old man you thought like last year was going to be the year your goaltenders got wrecked like freddie anderson did well unfortunately the question with freddie anderson has always been reliability and now you see why same as auntie ranta great goalie but unfortunately like he ran out of gas and then he got injured so i mean piotr kochekov he has upside but at the same time it's going to be a bit so you have a lot of turnover you gave up a lot of free agents I mean, Niederreiter's gone. Uh, Jesper Fast is gone. Mm-hmm. Trocek's yeah. gone. Yeah. Ian Cole's gone. So you have a lot of pieces you need to fill in from within. I, I think what gets me with with uh with with the Hurricanes is that yes, they have they have a good group of forwards. They really do. Their defense, when healthy, is pretty good. But when you look at the the the, the tandem. Rotana and Freddie Anderson don't exactly strike fear into whoever's on the other side of the ice. Their upside is strong. Like once yes. again, it, the key is when they're healthy and, mm-hmm. you know, able to show up. I think they're a solid tandem. The problem is, has always been dependability. And with both of them, that's why they came so cheap. Agreed. And unfortunately, you kind of saw it last year. Agreed. So we'll definitely see when it comes to the storm runners uh, this year. So, Let's let's jump out to the central, and um, I'm just going to say this to get out of the way. A uh, uh, little bit of a swear warning, but uh, fuck you, Chicago, with everything <laughs> that's went through them. Don't just worry. straight they're, they're, up, it's F okay. You. They're tanking oh, okay. and they're getting pennies on the dollar for their returns. They're probably going to trade Patrick Kane, and they're stuck mm-hmm. with tape. So you know what? That's their punishment. It feels That's like the hockey gods have struck them down. It feels like the hockey gods yeah. have just said, "No, it's time to pay." Do no. do they do do they get rid of Kane this year? Do they just try uh, to get dumped? Maybe if they, if they trade. I mean, I think he they can get good value for him on the market at the deadline. I think that is a very a strong possibility. I don't think he wants to be there anymore. 
because once again, they're trying to actually rebuild instead of the half-assed, like we'll give lip service to rebuilding that Stan Mm -hmm. Bowman did. Yeah. And now all that's just been straight up flushed out of their system. I mean, they were forced to, they they have to go in kicking and screaming. Yeah, pre- it's like much. that scene from Ghost. It's like, oh, you're not actually dead. And then the ghosts are actually going to drag you into a rebuild. <laughs> and you're screaming. And then they're going to like take you back in. <laughs> the only actually, reason why I know that movie is because my mom loves it. <laughs> D- yes, very, very good 80s movie as well. Uh, but I was sort of more reminded of that scene from uh, Drag Me to Hell. Of like when the ground opens up and just grabs the person, just drags them in under underneath the the, the subway line. I feel like that's what's going to happen with the Blackhawks. Like the earth is like opened up and just swallowed up with all the evil that they've just had. And that whole storm was just awful. Just absolutely awful when you truly read, read into it. And they truly are paying the sins for it this year. So let's head to a, a happier place in that division, I think. And let's go to Minnesota. Take off there, eh? And um, I, I don't know what the Minnesota Wild are this year. I mean, they have talent, but are they ever really going to do anything with it? I think last year was your best chance. You had career years for Hartman and Zuccarello. I don't know if they do that again. You lost Kevin Fiala. You had to trade him because of the buyouts to Parise and Suter. Yeah. I mean, you have like your defense is still pretty solid. I think it'll be strong. You have cop. I mean, you have Mark Andre Fleury back. I'm surprised by that. I mean, how long can yeah. you keep that up, though? I mean, you do have Philip Gustafson. I think he has upside. I think he'll be okay. I think their tandem is going to be the issue. The question is, can they maintain that form they had last year? And it was a brutally disappointing year because, once again, you couldn't make it past the first round, even with one of the best seasons you've had in franchise history. Kaprizov will keep them in that sort of bubble, but you need more center depth. You can't expect Frederick Goudreau to be a second line center when he hasn't had that sort of pedigree before. And especially the guy, guy with only two letters in his last name, Ech, be sticking around. Erickson, uh, as well. Yeah. Ech. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, they, you're right. The talent like is there, but it's just like, it's almost like they don't know what to do with it. It's like, we have all these mm-hmm. good players, but okay. Now what it just seems to be like their problem. And I want to believe in the wild. I really do. They love hockey up there in Minnesota. State of hockey is not just a clever nickname, but just year after year, just repeated of just failures. Just how, I mean, they're providing you plenty of fuel for a legacy of failure video. They're giving you lots of ammunition for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, well, now let's also head to do North just a little bit to uh to a uh, to Winnipeg. Is that possibly another tank team as well? Or just as someone that's meh? Hmm. I think so. Just a de- like a de- good enough team to get into the playoffs, basically, or not, you know, not nothing really there. Because I think, you know, with, with the Jets, I mean, it just seems like you don't know what they're really going to be. Like, do, are they going to, are they going to, uh, Actually, you know what? You're probably right. If I can't remember anything good about them, let's just move on to some uh, to, to to another team as well. See if your pants broadcasting at its yep. finest. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry, I've lost a bit of track. Right no, 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 no. I understand. It, it happens, brother. It happens. So, so let's go to a punching bag of the league. Let's go to Las Vegas, baby. 
Oh, let's go to the Vegas. Uh, that's too Knights. easy, man. Too easy. <laughs> I mean, hey, 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 you had to trade Max Petra ready for absolutely nothing. You've been in cap hell for yep. five years. They're at the point where they have to win the cup. It doesn't matter if they even go on a deep playoff run anymore. The only way you justify all the moves you've made is a Stanley Cup. That has been the move. I don't know if they can do it anymore, though. Laner's going to be out for the year. Yeah. And, I mean, Logan Thompson's a solid goalie, but I don't know what else you can do. I mean, do you trust him and Aiden Hill to do the option? Do you think Mark Stone's going to come back at full strength? Um, They have too many question marks. Way too many. And this team was spoiled by their first season. They were absolutely spoiled. and It it, it accelerated their window. Yeah. Yeah. Usually these things happen in, in reverse. Now's the time when they should be coming into their own. As a good team. That was the plan. Your five or six was supposed to be like the time when they would compete for a cup like now. But the problem is like it started year one. So if it threw their plans out the window. If it goes pear shaped for Vegas, which it could, which makes me glad, you know, when heading out for the, for the honeymoon, we're going to see them in November before a possibility when they could get really bad. Um, Do they just start selling pieces off if it goes pear shaped? Do they just start dumping players? I don't know if Bill Foley is going to want to do that. I'm going to be quite frank. I mean, I don't think they're going to accept the fact that they're going to be bad. I think they're just going to try to keep like ramming their head against the wall until either Bill Foley sells or passes on because that's wow. been the goal of Vegas to win a cup. And Maybe. I feel like it, they, they'll probably fire McPhee, McCrimmon, and everyone else before that ever becomes a reality. Understood. So let's go to an, to like another punching bag, or as I call this team, a mutant experiment. The Arizona Coyotes. Now, I've got an interesting analogy, hockey fans, for the Arizona Coyotes. I mean, everyone's been saying for years, move the Coyotes. There's nothing there in Arizona. There is nothing there. This reminds me of like, from like 80s sci-fi, you have this test tube person who's been kept alive for years through like immortality or science. And the hero of the film meets this person in the, in the test tube and they, and they say through the tube, kill me, please kill me. (laughs) I feel like that's what the Arizona Coyotes are. Move them. It's done. They're never going to move them though. They won't move them until Gary Bettman's out of power. That is his baby. And they've invested way too much money to try. So they're going to play in a stadium that has less capacity than their ECHL team. Yes. And they're also going to be paying premium prices because, oh, it didn't work in Glendale and we pissed off that city to no end. We'll try Tempe. Yeah. What's going to harm? We'll piss off another city, whatever. And we'll go to downtown Phoenix next. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll create the Yotes district. I mean, it's, it's worked for Milwaukee, which it generally has, but yeah, let's just do what Dallas and Milwaukee have done. It, it, it'll work. We'll, we'll create an entertainment district. Sure. And, mm-hmm. and, and also, you know, for also, Yotes fans, I, I think that's not going to be the real issue. The real issue is going to be the lowering water levels of the dams near, you know, Colorado. And once that <laughs> happens, the entire Southwest is in peril. I don't think yeah. you're going to be making ice if there's going to be issues <laughs> with water. Yeah. Uh, well, at least, you know, they'll have something there in Arizona. I'm sure all five Yotes fans that that'll be mad at this will send emails about mm-hmm. emails about it. I, I'd say it's more like 500. I mean, I, I won't say it's that bad. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, when I was on the hockey podcast network, I, I had two very passionate ones, you know, who did did a a Yotes podcast, and they're 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 proud to proud supporters of the Arizona Coyotes, and they're more than happy to tell you that. You know, hello, Corey and Richie. So let's head out to uh, California, California, and let's start with the Kings and where my bay and spirit animal Jonathan Quick resides. Um, can this team make it back to the playoffs? I think so. I think their young core is developing. They added Kevin Fiala to it mm-hmm. at the deadline. So honestly, I think at this point, you have some pieces that still need to develop. I mean, you still have Velarde. You still have um, – sorry – Quentin Byfield, yep. you still have a few of yep. those guys. Yep. You have Tobias Bjornfoot. You have a couple yep. other guys that are really starting to form into their own. So you know what? I think it's just starting to trend upward if you're the Kings. Yeah, you, you'll get a full season of Quentin Byfield this year, who I think is going to be the real deal for them. And you know, you'll have Andre Kopitar, who just seems to be defying age with, with him, who's been a solid, solid Swede forward for them. And it's just, yeah, they'll have their, their – Dustin Brown retirement night, good for him. And uh, you're right, things are trending upward for the Kings, but um, will they be the only team of the California Three to make the playoffs? Uh, I think so, because Anaheim, I mean, can you really trust them right now, even though they do have a lot of pieces? I mean, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting they brought in John Klingberg for a year because he couldn't get that long deal. Right. Um, it's put up or shut up time for them too, because they had that really strong start and then they collapsed. San Jose is, Done. are they tanking or not? They're like in that sort of soft mode. I don't know how to make of them. So LA is your best chance. Yeah, but it's okay in San Jose. They're still paying Eric Carlson $8 million for the next five years. It's okay with them. 11 yeah. and a half, actually. But 11 and a half, I forgot. Oh, it's silly right. me. I mean, it's okay. I mean, they got rid of Brent Burns. I mean, it was either yeah. him or Carlson. And they yeah, don't want to buy out Vlasic because they don't want to deal with the, the ramifications just yet. So they'll yeah. deal with him being a seventh defenseman for a year, swallow it, and then probably buy him out. Dear or trade Lord. him for like a pick. And dear Lord. And the last one on our stop is the new kid on the block, the Seattle Kraken. It just seemed like a lot of things went wrong for them. You know, yeah, Vegas kind of spoiled us, but, you know, they a lot of injuries got in their way to what could have been a bit of a fun team there in the Pacific Northwest. Question is in goaltending. Once again, you uh, base your, a lot of your, like, value in defensive structure and goaltending. Those were your two biggest problems last year. Yeah. Rieger's going to be out for the year. You brought in Martin Jones, so he's, he's a question mark. Yeah. Do you really think he? stuff does philip prubauer rebound after that abysmal first year he had Uh, you also i mean you have um justin schultz you brought in oliver bjorkstrand you brought in andre burkowski for depth you have a full year of maddie beneers you might have a Mm -hmm. full year of shane wright so it's a year building i mean yeah you kind of realize like oh maybe this team is a fringe playoff contender first year and it's like oh yeah you're right they're an expansion team this is what happens to them yeah, I. But the fans have really embraced the team out there, and yeah. uh, don't and don't worry, Seattle fans. Gary Bettman's going to give you a draft in an All Star game in the next five years, so you guys will be relevant while while you're building. Some of you may have noticed listening to this, we haven't covered a few teams that are on here. It's because the ones that weren't the Dallas's, the Calgarys, are either uninteresting or boring. Um, but one quick last team is, of course, the Vancouver Canucks, who has 
yours and mine favorite head coach on their team, Barbecue Bruce Boudreaux, still out mm-hmm. there in Vancouver, you know, doing work out there. I think you and me both want to see this team get to the playoffs, if nothing else, just to see playoff Bruce. Yep. I am legitimately surprised that they kept like the three guys they were looking to trade around. JT Miller got extended seven years. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I thought they were going to trade yeah. him off. Same yeah. as Brock Besser. I thought they were going to trade him. Nope. Yeah. They're getting extended. So, I mean, does Andre Kuzmenko become that next great Russian uh, piece? You did bring in Mikheyev. You have some young talent still there. I think a year without Benning really messing everything up in day one of free agency really benefits them. I think they have yeah. a shot to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, a guy who's not just going to treat treat uh, free agency like a trip to the supermarket. Yeah, is actually day one do... free agency killed him. That that ended yeah. his career in Vancouver. Oh, yeah, yeah. What? You... Oh, a Jay Beagle? I'll take one, one of those. One battery-powered battery operator? Sure, I'll take those as well. But um, that was a fun romp around the NHL tree. Love to have you on, brother. So before we mm-hmm. go, I do this with all the guests I have on. You know, come, give you a minute or so to talk about some of your upcoming projects here. So, brother, the board is thine. Well, my name's Urinating Tree. I'm going to be revving up for football season in like the next few days or weeks or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I've got sports ball coming up every week of the NFL season, a couple other projects as well. Haters guide to the NFL season came out a few weeks ago, depending on yep. when this came out. Uh, I should post on Twitter, mostly on Sundays. It's just rambling. I have an Instagram. I don't really use. I am under urinating tree on YouTube, urinating tree on Twitter and urinating underscore tree on Instagram. So if Very you nice. somehow tolerate my shit, you can find me there. And well, thank you. Thanks again, man, for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Not not a problem, brother. And I can tell you, Bears fans and hockey fans, that this man's content, that that what he does, is really good stuff. And he does stuff. You know, you also have your a, a sister channel, per se, Dumpster Fire, that goes every Tuesday, schedule permitting, especially during football season. Um, you're also involved in a little side project, uh, Clickbait Sports, as well, with, with you and your boys on there as well. But, yes, you know, hockey fans – he will get into hockey once, you know, once November rolls around and that'll be added to his plate, provided there's not a really good ton of NFL games and he has to do other greatest games, other side stuff as well. But what he said was right. This week in sports ball during the NFL is great work with this man does. And if nothing else, just go out there and give him a like. It helps out the helps out the algorithm. Go out there and support this guy as well, as well as any sports YouTuber out there as well. But to all of you hockey fans, thank you for tuning in to the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. Hockey season is upon us, everyone. Get out there and enjoy it. Absolutely. So, so Tree, brother, thank you so much for coming on. And Bears and hockey fans, we'll catch you next time. Definitely. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF.